Good morning, Christ Center. It's Friday, November 3rd, and we're still in week eight of our journey through the book of John. So let's begin like we always do with a moment of silent prayer as we invite the Holy Spirit to join us. This is Madeline Landis, and today's reading comes from John 12, 20 through 36. Now among those who went up to worship at the feast were some Greeks. So these came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, and asked him, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Philip went and told Andrew. Andrew and Philip went and told Jesus. And Jesus answered them, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Whoever loves his life loses it, and whoever hates his life in in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, he must follow me, and where I am, there will my servant be also. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. Now my soul is troubled. What shall I say? Father, save me from this hour, but for this purpose I have come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. The crowd that stood there and heard it said that it had thundered. Others said, An angel has spoken to him. Jesus answered, This voice has come for your sake, not mine. Now is the judgment of this world. Now will the ruler of this world be cast out. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. He said this to show by what kind of death he was going to die. So the crowd answered him, We have heard from the law that the Christ remains forever. How can you say that the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? So Jesus said to you, them, The light is among you for a little while longer. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness overtake you. The one who walks in the darkness does not know where he is going. While you have the light, believe in the light, that you may become sons of light. Hi, this is Andrew Mills. The way scriptures are divided into sections can sometimes be misleading or confusing. This section comes right after the triumphal entry and the crowds going wild. This section seems to be, actually a day or two later, when Jesus was experiencing a bit of quiet with a more intimate gathering, but probably more than just his disciples. It is interesting to consider these Greeks who came to worship at the Passover feast. Were they Jews who had been dispersed somehow over the centuries? Were they Gentiles who were seeking after the God of Abraham and following in the Jewish traditions out of devotion to God? Had they recently moved to Greece from Bethsaida in Galilee? Or did they start out in Greece and move to Bethsaida in Galilee? They approached Philip, who was from there. Maybe they were already acquainted with Philip. Maybe they used to play on the same soccer team. What was their motivation to seek out Jesus in this way? Addressing Philip with honor, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. 
Very likely they had already seen Jesus along with possible thousands of others waving palm branches just a couple days earlier while Jesus was riding on the donkey's colt. Were they star-struck travelers who were looking for a memento of their trip? Maybe they could just grab a quick selfie with Jesus. Maybe they just recognized the authority of Jesus and wanted to pay homage to the one who had worked so many miracles and delivered so many perplexing and revolutionary teachings. The one who seemed to be fulfilling so many prophecies of the coming Messiah. Imagine that you were one of these Greeks and that you were granted an audience with Jesus. And he says, the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. This after several times of Jesus previously saying that his time had not yet come. Were they saying, yes, we knew it. He's the one. The kingdom of God is coming. He is the Messiah. High fives all around. And then Jesus says, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Whoever loves his life loses it, and whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Now is my soul troubled when I am lifted up from the earth, meaning when he dies on the cross. The light is among you for a little while longer. Walk in the light while you can. I suppose the Greeks would have joined with all the others around Jesus challenging this statement that he would be crucified and that he would die? And they would have been perplexed, as the New Living Translation puts it, just who is this Son of Man anyway? What was going on? Jesus wasn't doing things the way they thought that he would. He didn't conform to their expectations of what the coming kingdom of God was going to look like. How many times do I think that God will do things in a way that I want? That he will meet my need in a certain way? That he will intercede in a situation the way I want him to? Right now, our family is praying for our granddaughter to be healed of leukemia. We want her to be done with cancer and move on with a carefree childhood. This hasn't happened yet, but she is being treated by incredibly talented doctors and nurses with miraculous medicines, and the prognosis is great. His ways are not our ways. His ways are higher. He is God, and I am not. Lord God, may we walk daily with Jesus and serve you and honor you. May the way we walk glorify you and shine your light.